Let's have an honest discussion about the 2023-2024 St. Louis Blues and where I see them thriving and where I see them struggling just a little bit and so much more on today's episode. This is all coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Locked On Blues. I am your host of Locked On Blues, Haley Taylor Simon, talking to you all things about the St. Louis Blues here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Wow, what a weekend has it been. I am so not over my little congestion that I have. So if you just see me kind of sniffling a little bit, I'm going to get through today's episode. I actually have my voice today, so it will be a good episode. I'm going to talk about Jordan Vinton and why he is the best goalie for the team after I talked about Joel Hofer. Now, the reason why some of you asked me, they're, you're like, Haley, why do you sound like you're contradicting yourself? I like to give different talking points, and these are all things I think of as being a fan, right? This is my team. I'm a fan of the Blues. So there's different thoughts that I have, and I'm like, mm, could this fit? Could this fit? So, no, I'm not stating as my statements as my one solid opinion. Opinions can change. Um, Evaluating Pavel Buchnevich and breaking down some trade deadline news. I also want to update everybody on something very serious, but uh, that's going to come in a little bit. I do want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. I hope everybody had a really good weekend. I know I did. Much needed. A lot of rest, a lot of fun, even some work. But we are back. It is Monday, February 5th, 2024. So the All-Star Games happened this past weekend. It was really nice to see Robert Thomas and the amount of respect he has from so many throughout the league. It's incredible. So glad to see Tomer um, absolutely thriving during the All-Star um, Games. So let's do this. I said on Friday's episode, barely could say because I was like very congested, but I said on Friday's episode that what if Joel Hofer was the starting goalie if Jordan Binghamton got traded? And a couple of you were freaking out on me just a little bit. Haley, I don't think that's going to happen. That's crazy. And the reason why I bring this up is because there's always a possibility for anything to happen in hockey. Right now, we are at the All-Star break. And we have a little bit of uh, games to go since the Blues don't play until Saturday. And it is Monday. So a long time waiting for the Blues to take the ice again. I bring up things like that not to be clickbait, not to, you know, sound stupid. Why would I want to sound bad when I am the host of this podcast? It is simply to draw a conversation. And if you're taking Jordan Bingington out of the equation, as in he's not the goalie, then would you feel like Joel Hofer would be a good starting goalie? And I felt like that was the point that I was trying to get across. And I think sometimes on this podcast, we have to be creative of how we think. I think about things all the time because you never know an injury. I don't want an injury to happen, but an injury could happen. Things can happen. So the reason why sometimes I bring things up is because maybe I'm not too far off. 
And I'm not saying that's going to exactly happen, but you never know different scenarios. And if something does ever happen, which I really hope it doesn't, then you already had a conversation about, well, the what ifs. So I'm going to leave it at that. It's okay to have conversations on subjects that you don't feel like you have to have conversations on. But again, it makes you think, okay, well, what's Joel Hofer doing in that that you don't really like as much about Bennington? And it brings up a good discussion point between both things. So I do think Bennington is the best goalie for the team. That is my opinion. That's how I think. That's how I feel. I don't think Jordan Bennington will be moved at the trade deadline. Now, why would I even think that? Well, it's because I did see a couple of different reporters um, mention his name earlier in the season. So I was like, oh, well, that could always be a potential possibility, even though I don't think it's going to happen. But that is why. I think Jordan Binghamton is actually having a good season. I already broke down the numbers and stuff. I'm going to talk now as a fan and not an analyst because I try really hard sometimes when I'm talking about the Blues to just be my fan self, right? Sometimes I want to be my analyst self and I'm like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I just want to talk as a fan right now. So I'm going to do that. I think Jordan Binghamton is what makes the St. Louis Blues the St. Louis Blues. When you think of the Blues, you think of Bitter. And you think about how vital he is for this team. He is the foundation of this team. It is so hard to have good goalies these days. It really is. And Binnington, he has been solid in that. Okay, sure, it's not his best season. But I can't see the Blues getting rid of somebody that's so impactful every single game or mostly every single game between the pipes. And if I'm blowing my nose, by the way, it's because I'm so congested. But I really couldn't see the Blues getting rid of Bennington and justifying that. I just couldn't see that happening. So I said this last season, and I said it in the beginning of this season, and I will say it now. The biggest problem that Bennington has is the defense in front of him. It's not necessarily that he's making bad, you know, plays and not positioning himself correctly to stop the puck. It's the fact that he sometimes has a hard time because of the defense. There's been some shots that have been, unfortunately, went behind him in net because he's blocked by the Ds. Like, he literally can't have any, like, he can't see the puck. Or the defense just doesn't get back in time. There's an odd man rush. So many things happen, which is why I think that Jordan Binghamton is having a good season. Even if the numbers don't look that way, I think that he is much more calm, cool, and collected in that. And that's something that I didn't think I would ever say about Jordan Binghamton because in previous seasons, you could tell how hot he got in that, right? He would get heated and upset, emotional, and sorry, again, congested. I need to do this episode, though. So I think that he is the foundation. I think that he's matured. I think that he's making huge progress with his... um, Oh my gosh, but it's like emotions and how he stays calm, cool, and collected. But the point I'm trying to make is Bennington is going to say he's going to be the foundation for the Blues for a long time coming. I said it all along. He is the franchise goalie. He is the guy that is always going to be a St. Louis Blue. Okay, maybe like the last year of his career, long in the future, he'll be with some other team, but I really don't think that he's going to go anywhere. So. Bennington is the best goalie for the team. Now, in terms of backup goalies, Joel Hofer, he's a good backup goalie, okay? He's made huge progress this season. I think as a backup, 
he's proven himself. I mean, better than what Subin could have done. I mean, I watched the T-Birds in Pennsylvania. I went down to see them, my four-hour drive. And he's all right, but it's not comparable, right? Um, Hofer, by far, is the best backup goalie. So Biddington, best starting goalie. Hofer, best backup goalie right now. Now, Hofer's young. He can still develop. And maybe one day when Biddington is gone, but I can see that happening next season. I really don't. I would be quite surprised. But it is interesting, though, that a couple of these reports didn't mention Bennington's name. Now, I don't know how credible or reliable that is. But it just got me thinking, as a fan, because I always thought to myself, you know, Bennington's going to be around for such a long time. But, again, you just never know. But I don't think that Doug Armstrong would make that stupid of a decision to jeopardize losing the best thing about their team. Well, okay, one of the best things about their team in Jordan Bennington. But the trade deadline is coming up quite soon, um, approaching that one-month mark in a couple of days, and a lot can happen. I am so excited for it. Trade deadline day is one of my favorite days of the year, I have to tell you. Because, one, I'm always at the airport, so usually I'm, like, frantically, like, buying the plane Wi-Fi. And, two, I love chaos in the NHL. Like, positive chaos, not, like, bad chaos, but, like, po- like you know, I just like when things happen like it's fun seeing like players move I don't know like maybe that's just like my little hockey nerd inside of me but obviously the last trade deadline hit us hard (laughs) so uh hoping that doesn't happen again because I don't think that we can survive another trade deadline with some really hard-hitting news of players that we love going to another team and uh, I'm sure I'm doing absolutely nothing this summer to get back any of that talent that was wasted but you know it's fine um that's, you know, thank you, Doug Armstrong, once again, for solidifying how I feel about my frustration. So let me tell you about Sleeper, and then I'm going to jump into evaluating Pavel Buchnevich. I will also be reading your comments on the side. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm still getting over my cold. Okay, hold on. I can do this. It's almost the halfway point in this season, Blues fans, and right now the Blues have that wild card spot. Regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you can win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy hockey contests. And this is where you have players like Robert Thomas, Pelpel Buchnevich. Okay, fine. It's Jake Neighbor season two where they could win you a hundred times your money. What I love most about the app that it is so easy to use. And I can also play daily fantasy, NFL, NBA, MLB, and college football on sleeper. So it just is my all in one platform for every single fantasy sport that I love. So entries can also be made in under a minute. Again, easy convenience. Boom. I love it. Okay. So to win 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Blues fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nailing your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's term of use for details and locational availability. Let's talk about my friend Pavel Booch 
Nivage. Okay. I love Bushi. I'm a huge Bushi fan. We all know that. And I feel like I've been, I don't know, I, I, it's been like since the Rangers. And I didn't. I don't like the Rangers, but like, come on, you can't deny talent. And I feel like he's actually had himself a good season. And I've said this before, if you want to talk about some of the best players on the Blues, you want to talk to me, maybe give me some Robert Thomas, give me some Jake Neighbors. But of course, you're not going to forget my boy Pavel Buchnevich this season. Okay. This season, he has played 47 games. Yep. 17 goals, 22 assists, 39 points overall. He also has been fairly decent with his plus minus. He's um, plus 10, which is really good. But he's had six power play goals, two shorthanded goals, one shorthanded assist. He has been averaging about 19, almost 20 minutes on ice a game. He has been phenomenal. And that is what I want to see. Boosh is one of those players, and I said this once and I'll say it again, that is so underrated. He truly does bring an element to the ice with his physicality, his puck possession, his hockey IQ, and he's fun to watch, okay? He's entertaining because you can tell how passionate he is about the game. And, yes, maybe I'm a little bit biased because, again, I've always been a fan of Bushi. But it is a little bit interesting, though, when you think about the fact that he has been one of the biggest contributors to the St. Louis Blues this season. I also love most about Pavel Buchnevich is that even when he was frustrated when he got that empty netter goal, and he like you know he like broke his stick on the on the ice or on the glass, I should say. He did check on those hands to make sure they were okay, so he's a class guy. But he's just one of the most humble people. It's really interesting about his family life, his family not being here and him having kind of like another like, you know, certain kind of family. It's a really cool thing. But overall, he's a really good guy. And um, I'm just proud of how he's been this season because I did not think he was having the best start to the season. OK, I thought, oh, he's starting off a little bit slow, but then he just kept on getting hotter and hotter. And now he's just solid. And him being on that first line with Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo has just been dominance. I think that with Buchnevich, Thomas, and Cairo, they're basically, boom, destiny. Because Jordan Cairo has been stepping up despite the fact that his last game that he played, he didn't really play well. I'm not going to talk about that again. But I do feel like that is the best. I mean, obviously, it's the first line, but it's also the most productive line this season. Maybe you could argue. No, you can't make any arguments about any other lines. Who am I kidding? But I was a little bummed about Jake Neighbors not being in that uh, first line again. but. What are you going to do? Take Kyra and replace him with neighbors? I just don't see that happening. I mean, it could happen. I just don't see it happening. I think right now the lines are actually probably the best they've ever been all season. Because even when you think about the lines, you have Saad, Shenner, and neighbors. That's solid. Then you have Hazy, and he's winged by Walker and Torochenko. That's good. And then you have Sunquist, and he's um, with Alexandrov and Belay. I like that. I mean, Sammy Belay has been a little quiet this season. I mean, Listen, here I go again talking about everything. I'm like, I'm going to focus on one player. Meanwhile, I'm venting. But obviously, I'm going to do that. Like, hello, welcome to Locked on Blues. Have you met me? Um, You know who I really have been liking, though, on D-Lot? Matthew Kessel. He's actually been playing some really good hockey. So um, 
I want to read your comments. You have a lot of comments that I am seeing. I basically already addressed a couple of things about the trade deadline coming up soon. I need to tell you about something, about something that you're going to want to know about, and that's FanDuel. Okay. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about squaring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. What I love most about the Super Bowl is betting on things like the coin toss or what song the halftime show performer will sing. It's so stupid, but there are so many fun bets. Um, so FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W, 2, or 3. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has the best bets for which players will score touchdowns, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make everyone more of FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. I am going to give you a bit of a warning right now that I'm going to be talking about something that's a little bit sensitive. Um, it has to do with that 2018. Um, I, see, I get sucks, but it does have to do with that 2018 Canadian uh, World Juniors team. So if this is a topic that will be upsetting for you to listen to, I advise you, if you're watching right now, maybe put this on mute. Or if you're listening on the podcast, um, zoom ahead a couple of minutes and uh, that way you won't hear it. So you might be wondering, Haley, how is any of this relevant to the St. Louis Blues um, since the players that have been charged were not on the Blues? Well, we do have two players that were on that team at the time. And of course, as we know, it was Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. And um, they were both on that 2018 Canadian World Juniors team. Um, so today there was a hearing. and Well, not a hearing, like a presser type of thing. And it just basically talked about everything, what was going on, right? So right now... There was basically some new news today about what, I mean, okay, what, you know, was the reason that they got, I guess, convicted or, and I'm not, I'm not declining, I'm just saying, like, I'm trying to sum it up because, it, I mean, I'm trying to, like, tell you what has, what it has to do with the blues. Um. Anyways, the NHL, as you know, they're not having an all-star game next year. So I'm going to basically read you a tweet. This is from Stephen Wanu. And I'm going to basically, it summarizes everything. Hockey Canada says all players from the 2008 World Juniors team following appeal remain ineligible to represent Canada internationally. So as of now, that means no Kale Macker or Robert Thomas at World's or Winter Olympics. So you might be wondering. Hmm. 
And it's all players from that 2018 World Junior team that can't do any international games. So next year when the NHL, because instead of the All-Star game, they're having like a nation face-off or whatever you want to call it. That means that Cairo and Robert Thomas will not be eligible to play. Okay. Um, I have a couple of thoughts about that, and I'm going to talk about it because I think it's ridiculous. I think that if you've been cleared, uh, Jordan Cairo was not even in London at the time. Um, Robert Thomas was cleared. Why should they be penalized due to other people's awful, awful, heinous actions? Obviously, I don't know everything that is going on right now with the, you know, I guess you can say the discovery, the current um, process and all that. But what I do know is that maybe they're just making it because they could be witnesses. I don't know, and I don't have the answers, right? I don't know if in the investigation that they're witnesses or whatever. But at the end of the day, um, Robert Thomas, and I'm saying him specifically because he is somebody that I could see being in the Winter Olympics in 2026. He is such a good player, okay? And he is a good guy. He's been cleared. And maybe I don't know something, okay? Maybe there's something bigger that I don't know. But from the facts that I do know, why are we punishing Robert Thomas, Cal McCarr? Why? I know that he's not on our team, McCarr, but still, like, I'm just giving examples of different players and it's upsetting because first things first and I'm not downplaying this investigation I'm not downplaying what happened I want the victim to get justice of course I do a hundred percent but I just don't understand that if they're saying at this time the five gentlemen I don't even call them gentlemen the five people that were charged were the only ones that they're going to charge, then why are other people on that team not eligible to play internationally? It doesn't make sense. It's because they don't want them to play international game. But a lot of them, okay, hold on. They live in Canada. Like, that's where they're from. Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo are from Canada. They play in St. Louis, which is America. That is international. So I don't understand that whole, like, oh, you can't play international. I, I really don't understand it. But I wanted to talk about it because me, again, I watched the presser, obviously, today. Um, I did research. But maybe, like, there's somebody out there that knows more information than I do about why this would be a thing. I personally cannot grasp my head around this whatsoever that you have two players that were cleared, but yet that whole 2018 team isn't allowed to have any um, players play internationally at but they can, I don't understand it, honestly. Um, I don't even know. This whole situation, it's sad, it's a mess, and I just hope that at the end of the day, the victim gets the justice. But I just wanted to bring that up since that does impact the blues. Um, also, when it comes to this case, uh, because this is a hockey matter, it's an NHL thing, I will talk about it, so don't think I'm not going to because the Blues don't have any players that were charged in that sense. Um, it's a little bit, you know, 
I'm sure those episodes, see, I'm trying to be, I'm sure those teams podcasts of locked of the lockdown network will have more details about it since they're the people that cover them and know them better. But, um, if you ever want me to talk about it, if you ever have any questions, I want to be a host. I want to be somebody on this platform that uh, you can ask because I know that there's going to be people that are going to shy away from it and they're not going to want to address it because it's uncomfortable. So if you ever have a question about the case, if you ever just want to talk or leave a comment or, you know, share your thoughts, you can. Obviously, anything appropriate. But at the end of the day, this is about justice for the victim. And um, I hope that the London police uh, are able to do their jobs efficiently. So, yes, that is basically the bottom line is it's about the victim getting the justice. And this person, by the way, doesn't want to be called survivor. They want to be called victim. So that was something from today from the press conference. So if you're, oh my gosh, Haley, you're so insensitive. It is because this person wants to be called the victim. Okay. So I know I talked a little bit about breaking um, trade deadline news. I do think that the Blues are going to make some trades at the trade deadline. I think it's going to be some smaller trades, maybe some guys that maybe, I don't know, like draft picks. I don't know. I think the Blues are going to try to get a high first round draft pick. So I don't know, but we'll see. Also, shout out to Russ. He said, I'm going to listen to this during my morning drive to work tomorrow. I wanted to stop in and say, hi, let's go Blues and let's go Blues, Russ. Thank you so much for the support. And that's so cool that you listen to this on your drive to work. I love that. Um, but yes, it's a, I know it was a little bit of a weird transition for me going to talking about the investigation to then talking about um, the trade deadline, I realized. But I think it is going to be some smaller team, I mean, smaller players that maybe not that impactful, but put together something and get maybe a high first round draft pick would be ideal. All right, um, I'm going to end today's episode by just saying one more thing. I appreciate your support as always, 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 always. Um, I am just hoping that as a hockey community, we're able to really lean on each other. So I want to give a special, I, I don't even want to say shout out, but I know the people that hosts locked on devils and locked on flyers and if you want to stop by and just send them some love here from st louis i know i will on their channel i know that it's been really mentally draining for them i know for myself it has been so just give them some support and uh good people i was i don't really know the other hosts personally i'm sure they're good hosts too of the other teams but i just know them personally so just wanted to say that All right, I will talk to you tomorrow, and like always, let's go, Blues.